0: Hello, welcome back to Healthyish. I'm your host, Ali Izzo, and I'm also the digital editor at Body and Soul. So to celebrate 2020, we are giving our top five most listened to Healthyish episodes another run. And this chat with life coach Jamin Fraser came in at number four for the year, for good reason. He's an expert on this topic and had some very succinct advice. Enjoy. Jamin Fraser, welcome to Healthish. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for coming on. Now, you have a new book out and I find the premise of it fascinating. And I think that it is a universal thing that so many people deal with it. Why are we all so insecure?
1: Oh, it's such a great question. Uh, Anthony Robbins' finest contribution to the personal development space is his six core needs. <laughs> okay. I, I, think it, I think it supersedes Maslow's hierarchy uh, by a long way. So need three of the six is the need for significance. We all need to know that we matter. Mm -hmm. So the child, the only way a child can work out if they matter is by outsourcing that need to their world. So they externalize that. So I matter if you like me, I matter if you agree with me, I matter if you accept me. That's the only thing the child can do. Mm. Now, that's good and well, but still doesn't work very well for the child because they soon find holes in that and their world doesn't reflect that back to them very well. So they start to question their value and worth and then think that they just need more acceptance, more validation, more approval. So keep investing in that external strategy. That's why people are insecure. And and the reason why people don't overcome that is they don't realize that they're still operating as a child in an adult's body. That the work of maturity is to work out how to validate your own existence and to fill your own cup and not just to be self-sufficient financially and physically, but emotionally and relationally and intellectually. So it is our role to be the ones that notice, accept and and understand ourselves rather than outsourcing that.
0: Yeah, right. And in terms of the, just quickly, because I'm sure there's a lot, but can you summarise what the the most tangible downsides are of insecurity that people might be experiencing but not realising what's causing it
1: in their lives, I guess? Yeah, great. So so a quick distinction, and i highlight this in the book, that in your 20s, insecurity is probably really useful. Uh, in fact, it could even be rocket fuel. Really? Like, oh, absolutely. Like, um, And I'm sure social media is full of stuff like this. Uh, the best way to have me achieve something is to tell me that I can't. Mm-hmm. Mm, true. Yeah. You know, so it's like right, I'll prove you wrong. Um, <laughs> you know, but, but it's such interesting energy, useful because people go to great lengths to prove the doubters and the haters, and they say is wrong. Um, but it's pretty toxic energy. And even when you have proved them wrong, they've kind of forgotten they told you you couldn't do it anyway, so they don't care. Uh, but I think if you're if you're still being driven by the need to prove your value and worth beyond your 30s and into your 40s, you're now the insecure wanker. Like you're now hard to be around. Like it's it's not pretty. Yeah, you've got to be the centre of attention. Everything's look at me. You're so needy all the time. It's it's really difficult. Yeah, um, you no, know it's so, sorry.
0: No, as I was say, that's a good summation. No one wants to be the wanker in the room.
1: No, you don't. So I think at some point midlife, midlife is the time to be dealing with insecurity.
0: So you think that this is a problem that is solvable, that you can like yeah, really yeah. fix, like you can totally yeah. wipe this out if you yeah. apply your steps, etc. How do you do that? Like how do you remove that completely without getting? egotistical and the hubris and all the the negatives of of not having insecurity of having supreme confidence like is that the other end of the scale do we have to go there
1: sure no that the the fruit of it is to be unhindered is to be able to show up at your best where it matters most with nothing to prove and nothing to defend Um, at the level of growth that you're at, by the way. So you show up unhindered, this level of growth, inevitably you'll move forward and take new territory and find new uncertainty and new insecurity will arise. So the same seven practices that got you free last time will get you free at the next level. So just to be clear, you're not solving it once for all time, you're solving it for the level of growth. But how to solve it, it, it probably, you're right, there is a bit of work there, the seven practices, but I think it all starts with understanding what the problem really is. That's, that's the big thing. People, people try and solve problems where they see the pain, so they think their problems, it's in their motivation or in their health or their finance. Um, then they kind of realise, oh, my goodness, it's actually an insecurity problem. But even that requires a little bit more analysis. What does that even mean? Um, the, the core of the insecurity problem is uh, we're not afraid of failure, we're not afraid of rejection, we're afraid of the personal implications of those two things. If I was to fail, if I was to be rejected, what would that say about me? Hmm. So we're actually most afraid of our own opinion of ourselves. Hmm. Now, when you frame the problem like that, it's breathtaking because yeah. you're like, hang on a minute, it's just an opinion problem. <laughs> opinion is the lowest form of knowing anything. <laughs> Opinions can't change. Uh, like the thing with fear is it goes on, because it goes unexamined, it just grows and it becomes truth. But it's just a story, it's just an opinion. And when you see it like that and you realize that you're the one who created this opinion in the first place, then you stop looking outside of yourself for this problem to be solved and realize that your work is to go review the opinions, review the stories you've told yourself at key moments in life and see if they see if they are still true for you and still serving and if they're not to write new stories. You're not the actor in the story, you're the storyteller. So, um, you know, that's without oversimplifying that that's really what you're doing.
0: Well, that is a really beautiful summation of what is a pretty um, (laughs) involved book. So thank you for putting that so well. And I think that that is a beautiful start point for people to, as you said, re-examine those stories and figure out if they can sort of change the narrative a little bit. Yeah, or a lot. Or a lot, even. Probably. <laughs> be- that would be better. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. I really Thanks appreciate for it.
1: Thanks having me. That was a great conversation. <laughs>
0: Jamin's concept of recognising those stories that we blindly accept and follow and then rewriting them really appealed to me and I hope it helped to see your insecurities in a different light too. If you want to find out more, his book is called Unhindered, The Seven Essential Practices for Overcoming Insecurity and it is out now. I've linked to it in the show notes. If you have the time or inclination, please take a minute to rate, review and subscribe and until tomorrow, stay healthyish.